Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Bromley South London Football League part of the Celtic podcast this week. Uh, Danny Hollis, League Secretary, reporting on the results and um, fixtures for next week. So, uh, first of all, on to the results from uh, Saturday the 28th of January. In uh, Let's start with our John Cooper Premier Division. We had a good win for Falconwood Reserves, 4-1 winners away at Eden Park. I thought that one might go either way, so it's a really impressive win um, for uh, Falconwood Reserves there. And this one again, in a tight game, Eltham Town nil. West Wickham Albion 4, um, really good win for West Wickham Albion. Um, sad to hear there's some abuse of the referee at the end of that game. Doug Osborne, one of our, <coughs> excuse me, in my opinion, one of our best referees. That's sad to hear uh, that he was abused from people on the sidelines in that game. No place for that in football at all. Good win for West Wickham Albion. Keep the pressure up on agenda at the top. Then Olam 2, Old Roan 9. Um, impressive win for Old Roan. Uh, banging in the goals there. Goals don't seem to be a problem for them. It's at the other end they concede too many um, when they play the top sides at the moment. Uh, and then South Dulwich 2, Forestdale 1. Really impressive win for South Dulwich. Um, really impressed when I heard that one. Forestdale have been fighting at the top of the table. Um, yet this means that the the, the top of the table, um, a, the agenda not in league action again. So the gap has been closed with um, West Wickham Albion winning. Uh, agenda on 23 points at the moment um, and West Wickham Albion on 20 points and then just behind them we've got Old Roan on 19 points and Falconwood Reserves on 19 points so really is tight that division Falconwood Reserves still got a game in hand over the leaders so they could go on to into second on 22 points if they win their game in hand but agenda yet to lose this season and looking really strong but very competitive division as all our divisions are this year um, Jim Hamilton Division 1 Chelsfield 3 Groundhoppers 2 Close one, that one. Well done to Chelsfield. Um, they've um, had a mixed set of results this year, so good win for them. And Farnham third beat Red Velvet Reserves 3-0. Bit of a surprise, that one, really. Um, Red Velvet Reserves been in good form. And then a, a smashing win for Matagalpa, 9-0 against Bromley and Sturds. Uh, Edward Pulicino with two, Kenneth Hagen with a hat-trick, and Matthew Burton also with a hat-trick. Very impressive win for them. And Sporting Club Beckenham, another big win for them, 6-0 against standard ballers Jack White and Chris McGinty both with two um, they're, they're head and shoulders above everyone else in that division uh, I expect them to be champions with a lot to spare um, 21 points there there are seven wins out of seven next best 13 points Farnborough thirds up into second they've taken over from Crofton Albion so um, up for a possibly second successive promotion because that's Farnborough thirds who were Farnborough fourths last year in the division below the champions of the division below. Right, Richard Ailing, Division 2. We have a cracking game this one. 11 goals shared between Atletico Londres and NatWest Bank. And congratulations to NatWest Bank. They came out on top. 6-5 winners. Uh, Billy Honeyman with a hat-trick. Scored a lot of goals this year. Um, so great win for them. They're 4-1 up at half-time, uh, NatWest. So well done to Atletico Londres for bringing it back and making a game of it. But 6-5, that one ended up. Then Bexley Heath Lions won. London Legends won. Uh, doesn't do much for either side's uh, outside hopes of promotion. So looking at Division 2, um, that result was a good one for Bexley A, who remained top. Atletico Londres could have gone top with a win, although they played more games. NatWest back in the hunt now, up to 13 points with that win. It's a good win for them. Um, they've got games in hand over the leaders. They've only played seven league games, NatWest Bank. They've done so well in the AFA Cup and other cup competitions. Right, cup games. Um, some really, really impressive cup results. Um, for us, um, well, Agenda got a walkover away at Hammersmith, but this one's a great result. Catford 2, AFC Kubo Reserves 1. Great win for Catford, puts them into the hat for the next round of the London Junior Cup. Sadly, Rustlers came up against a strong Yorkshire side, lost 7-1. And then in the Kent Junior Cup, Beckenham lost narrowly to Eccles Reserves 3-2. And Stansfield A lost uh, to Little Shasted 5-2. 
Um, that's all the results from last week. That's the tables as they stand. Now going on to fixtures for next week. Um, first of all, in the league, in the John Cooper Premier Division, we've got Catford at home to Eden Park and Falconwood Reserves at home to Ollum. Falconwood Reserves a chance to um, push themselves up into second with a win there. Uh, Jim Hampson Division 1, Groundhoppers at home to Matagalpa. Uh, Matagalpa after that great win last week. And Red Velvet Reserves at home to Crofton Albion. Both teams in the outside chance of that, that second place in that division. They need to be getting some results. Richard Aylin Division 2, we've got London Legends at home to Red Velvet A. Main Road at home to Bexley A. Um, top against bottom there. And then Nat West at home to Beckenham. Nat West will be home for another win to push up the table. Beckenham will be hoping to play party poopers there. Then we've got a whole range of cup games. In our cups, we've got Queen Mary's second round games. Bromleyans thirds against Farm, uh, Stansfield fourths. Rustlers against Standard Ballers. In the Queen Mary quarterfinals, we've got Old Roan at home to Forestdale. Looks like a cracking game, that one. And then West Wickham Albion at home to Sporting Club Beckenham. Another cracking game. West Wickham Albion seconded our Prem. Sporting Club Beckenham running away with Division 1. Be a real close game, that one, I think. And then Ron Pope quarterfinal. Eltham Town at home to Agenda. And ja- uh, Elizabeth Jake quarterfinal. Eltham Eagles at home to Chelsfield. Should be a good one, too. And then the Seven Oaks Junior Cup. Uh, Farnborough Thirds are away to Hawes Monden. Uh, who I think play in the Seven Oaks and District League. So um, some great games there for next week. I think standout for me is that cup tie, Queen Mary quarterfinals, two of them, Old Road Forest Out and Westwick and Albion Sporting Club, Beckenham should be cracking games. And then Eltham Town against the gender, Ron Pope quarterfinal, um, Elizabeth Jake quarterfinal, Eltham Eagles, Chelsfield, all really looking like good games. Uh, So good luck to all the teams for this week and uh, look forward to seeing how they get on um, over the weekend. That's all from me. Hello and welcome to this Essex Alliance League Roundup, the first of the 2023 calendar year. We of course start our roundup in our senior division and the leadership of this has changed hands since we last reported on it. At the top of the table now sit Joloff Sports, who from 16 games and 12 victories have now accrued 37 points. But it's a real tight affair at the top, in fact, with only four points separating the sides from first down to fifth. It's anybody's game at the moment. Sitting just behind the leaders by a single point are Brimsdown, one of the sides who have gone for promotion this season and applied to move back up to step six. Well, they've also played 16 games and, as I say, have 36 points, just one victory less than the leaders so far. And they're only a point ahead of another side who have applied for promotion this year, being FC Beresi, who were top, I think, at the last time we reported, but have dropped to third after a couple of defeats in the last month or two. And they now have 35 points from their opening 16 games, which is still a pretty decent return. The side with all the aces really are fourth place Sporting Hackney, who do have two games in hand on the top three sides above them. And they're only a, only one point off of Brimsdown and two off of Jolov. So they could go top if they were to convert those games in hand uh, to maximum points. Just below them, Woodford East, who are through to the Essex Premier Cup semi-final once again this season. Uh, Their league form has taken a good turn in recent weeks and they're up into 5th place with 34 points from their 16 games. But 6th place Man Baker could still catch them with 2 games in hand, could move level although goal difference could be a factor. 9 victories from 14 for the Dagenham Bay side there, a good return so far this campaign. Lionwell Gardens though will be disappointed with their last few weeks of their season having been one of the top 2 sides in the very early reaches of the season. They're now down in 7th place with 26 points and 8 victories from 16 games. 8th place FC Petra Cub are another side through to the uh, semi-finals of a County Cup as they reached the London Senior Trophy semi-final recently. They have 8 victories and 2 draws uh, from their 16 games played. Um, uh, but they are a side who many sides will fear, uh, a team who can beat anybody on the day. In ninth place, Friend for Development are uh, another side with games in hand and were they to convert those, they could easily drop into the top five or six if they were to win them all. They've got six victories from 12 so far with plenty of games still to play. In 10th place, a couple of points behind Friendford are Chad Warheath Spartans. Another mixed period for them. They sit in 10th place with a couple of victories in recent weeks, lifting them away from any danger uh, immediately below them. Also on 17 points are 11th place Walthamstow Reserves with five victories and two draws to their name. Uh, the side have played the mo- well, second most games in the division. Um, but still almost half the season still to go. 
In 12th place are Kit Out London, who from 15 games played have presented four victories and three draws, giving them 15 points. They sit a couple of points away from the, the, the drop zone. In 13th are Oakside, with four victories and two draws from their 16, and they sit just one point outside the drop zone on 14 points. With that relegation zone presently comprising of 14th place Crooks United, who have made an upturn in form in recent weeks, and they now sit in 14th, with three victories from 17. Dagenham United, with games in hand, could could still move out, outside of the relegation zone. Just the two wins for Dagenham, but six draws sees them on to 12 points. And that's the same number of points as Rapid Chingford, who have four victories from 20 games played. They've played the most in the division, but do still have 12 games left to go. And slightly getting cut adrift now are bottom of the table Blue Marlin, who are only on four points. So they are eight points adrift of the sides above them. But they do have seven games in hand on the side immediately above, and at least a couple on those around them. We move on now into our Premier Division, East Division, and it's Underscore United who lead the way still in this division. 11 victories from 11, uh, giving them 33 points, a perfect start for them. In second place, though, Chingford Athletic are uh, eight points behind the leaders, and they play them at the weekend to come. Eight victories and a draw, the only other side in the division who are unbeaten. That game, of course, this Saturday. Pivotal, really, into deciding um, whether Chingford can mount a challenge against the league leaders for the rest of the season. In third place, RCXI, of course, have been up there, there or thereabouts for most of the season. Uh, but eight victories from 13 now and four defeats to their record. They are still there, level on points in second. Um, but you imagine the games may just run out for them as the season progresses. In fourth place are Fairlock Rovers Reserves, who sit six points further back and could move third with those games in hand. Six victories and a draw from 11 for them. In fifth place are Wolfram Abbey A, who sit on 18 points with six victories from seven. Just the one sole defeat for them so far. And if they were to win their games in hand, they could be another side who could put pressure on the top two. As could Averley, under 23, sitting in sixth place, who have been in County Cup action for much of the last few weeks. And they are now on 13 points with four victories and a draw to their name and just a sole defeat. There's then what you might say a bit of a gap, although not in points necessarily, because London Park City only sit one point behind Averley with four victories from 11. But they have played five more games than their closest rivals there. Down in eighth place are Barkingside under 23s, who are five points further behind on seven points. And that's come from seven games with two victories and a draw. In ninth place are Wapping, who have two victories and a draw to their name, uh, giving them seven points in the league so far this season also. The two teams presently sitting in the drop zone are Cowley Community. Nine games played, so games in hand on the sides above them, only sitting four points behind with four games in hand, but just a sole victory, which means they don't carry much momentum into their upcoming games. And bottom of the table with 13 defeats from 13, but they're keeping on going Freetown with no points, of course, from those first 13 games. Looking at the West Division, and this is quite exciting, this division. Um, it's very much in Priory Park's hands at the moment. 11 victories from 14, giving them 35 points this season and 7 points clear of the rest. Second place, AEK, were the side they beat at the weekend. And what a vital result that was. Eight victories and four draws from 14 games, giving them 28 points. But a mountain to climb, you might say. London Cranes now potentially could move ahead of AEK London if they were to win all of their games in hand. They have six victories and two draws from 11 games uh, and games to catch up on both the sides above them. But the side who probably hold the key right now are CSM London. Uh, six victories to their name from seven games. That sole defeat coming against the league leaders uh, a few weeks ago, giving them 18 points and enough games in hand to still put a charge on the league title. In fifth place are North East Lions. Uh, an indifferent season, you might say, for them. Five victories and five defeats in 10, giving them 15 points and sitting re relatively comfortably in mid-table. Leighton City uh, are up into sixth place now. Three victories and two draws, including a much improved form in the last couple of months as we get to this point, giving them 11 points. And that's the same points tally as seventh place G7, who have also three victories and two draws, albeit from a game more as they move on to 11 points also. In eighth place are Seoul with two victories and four draws um, as they pick up 10 points when they're opening 10 games. And the bottom two, as things stand, are Wanstead, 
who have played 13 games and accrued seven points, giving them two wins and a draw. They are running out of games, however, just five games to go to try and avoid the drop as things move. And bottom of the table are Athletic Newham under 23s, with one victory and a draw to their name, giving them four points in the, in the table. We move on now into Division 1, and what and this is another interesting division, which is led at the moment quite substantially by Newham Wanderers, with 10 victories from 13 games, giving them 31 points. And that is a 7-point lead over the chasing sides, though there are sides with games in hand who could catch them. Now, one of those is Redbridge Community, who have 3 games in hand on the leaders, and they are on to 24 points, with 8 victories and 2 defeats to their name so far this campaign. Unity actually put a big big stake in, in for promotion at the weekend, beating the league leaders, but they sit a little bit further back with 7 victories and a draw from 11 and 22 points. Again, the key here is a side who are still involved in County Cup action, something from nothing, sitting fourth in the table, but have only played 7 games, winning 6 of those, giving them 18 points. Again, if they were to win their games in hand, they would move top, um, but of course they have still got to play those games. Uh, fifth place is Old Estamians, uh, 13 games played for them, 5 victories and a draw, seeing them very comfortably sitting in mid-table as things stand. Down in 6th place, and a side who could still put, put pressure on the teams above them, are Ilford Reserves. 8 games played, so plenty of football still to be played by the, the Haynock Bay side there. 5 victories, giving them 15 points, and only, only a couple of points behind the sides above them. Down in 7th place are Eagles Football who have had a bit, a bit of a middling season, you might say, started quite strongly, um, but have been a bit indifferent in recent weeks. Four victories and three draws and four defeats from 11, giving them 15 points on their debut in the league. Uh, it's been a much better improved period from eight, Atoll, eight, eighth place Atoll, who are now up to 10 points in the league and have come outside of the relegation zone in recent weeks. Three victories and a draw sees them now sitting comfortably five points away from the drop zone. Uh, but sitting, sitting just one point ahead of the drop zone are ninth place Renegades, who have played 11, one, just the one victory to their name and three draws has given them six points so far this season. And that's a point ahead of two sides, the first of which is Kansas London Sport, who moved off the bottom of the table recently, actually, at the weekend with their first win of the season. But only the one win so far this campaign means they only have five points, though they do still have 11 games to go. And below them, just on goal difference, sitting bottom of the table, Forest Green. Again, just the one victory to go along with two draws so far this season. Five points to their name also. We head on now into Division 2. And this is still led by Snaresbrook, who have won every game so far this season in the league. Uh, nine victories from nine. Uh, Eleven games to go. They may not need to win all of those, but they're still looking very much the favourites. And having only still just conceded two goals, which is quite incredible. Um... Once we're now that we're pretty much in February, uh, as things stand. But Woodford East Reserves have, have really turned things around in recent weeks, and they only sit three points behind, though they have played two games more. Um, eight victories uh, from 11 so far, and a great run of form for the Peacocks there to see them move back up into promotion contention. Perhaps it's Raynham Phoenix, though, in third place, who pose the greatest threat to, to Snaresbrook. County Cup semi-finalists, of course, as well, alongside Snaresbrook. Seven victories and a draw from ten, just the two defeats for Raynham. One of those, however, crucially being against Snaresbrook earlier in the season. Just behind them are Royal Forest, a point behind, but having played a couple of games more, seven victories and five defeats comprising their 12 games so far this season. Um, probably a couple, couple too many defeats than they would like to keep themselves in the mix. FC Barese under-23s, however, are a side still involved in the promotion picture. Long way to go, of course, still got 11 games to play, six victories from nine, giving them 18 points this campaign, and with games in hand, could still move into the top two or three. Down in sixth place are Old Barcabians. A mixed season for them, five victories and five defeats, sees them sitting right in the middle of the table with 15 points from 10 games. And that's just a couple of points ahead of Chadwahi Spartans, reserves, who have a game in hand on Old Barks, uh, four victories and a draw, they could move into the top six were they to win that game that they have in hand. Just below them, by a, f a further point, are Lymour Gardens reserves. Four victories from 11 there, so they've played a couple more than the sides above them, but with 12 points to their name. And then there's a bit of a gap of six points down to the sides who are in the bottom three, and that begins with uh, Redbridge Community reserves, with two victories from nine so far this season, giving them those six points. 
and that's goal difference ahead of one of the first of the sides in the bottom bottom two, which is St Francis, with two victories also from nine games. And bottom of the table, Barking Potters yet to pick up a point from their league campaign so far. No points from 11 to date. On into Division 3, which has taken a bit of a turn following some points adjustments in this division. And really, it is in the hands of Newbury East, who are just two or three wins away now from securing the league title, having been relegated last season. Quite some turnaround. They sit top of Division 3 with 12 victories and a draw and just one defeat so far this season, giving them 40 points from 14 games played, a very healthy total. Sitting in second now are Friendford A, who have been slowly climbing up the table and they now sit second, as I say, 8 victories and a draw to their name from 13, accruing them 25 points in the league. And just below them by a couple of points are Chingford Harriers, who have dropped off the pace very slightly in recent weeks with a couple of defeats. Uh, giving them six victories and two draws and 23 points. Joloff Sports Reserves are the side to be greatly af- greatest affected by those points adjustments uh, ha- as they have dropped very much out of the promotion picture for the time being. Uh, 10 victories from 13 games, though they, those adjustments have meant that they now only have 21 points. And climbing up the table from since we when we last spoke, Glendale now sit fifth with six victories from 12 and 21 points to their name with Melbourne also on 21 points, with seven victories from 13. Those three teams just separated by goal difference as things stand. But Flyers under-21s are a side who have the games in hand to potentially affect things in the top two, but of course they do still need to win those. Six victories from 10 so far, giving them 18 points, and the games in hand could move them as far as second. Down in 8th place, a bit of a gap of 7 points then down to Dagenham United Reserves. 2 victories and 5 draws to their name, seeing them on to 11 points. And that's the same number of points as Buckhurst Way, also on 11 with 3 victories and 2 draws. The bottom 2 at the moment comprises of 10th place Romford under 21s, with 3 victories to their name from 10 games, and only 5 games left to play to try and save their, their position in the league. And bottom of the table, but with many, many games in hand on the sides above them, are Football Club of Riverside. Just the one defeat in their campaign, uh, sorry, one win in their campaign, giving them just three points. Um, And of course, they will hope that their games in hand can be converted into some league points. And now we move on into Division 4, the final one of our divisions. And this is led by Romford under-19s, who are seven points clear. Seven points seems to be a bit of a theme across the divisions. They have 29 points from 12 games, just one defeat, uh, nine victories and two draws, and also still involved in cup competitions also. In second place, um, still harbouring hopes of a potential title tilt, or at the very least a promotion tilt, Fairlock Rovers reserves with 22 points, seven victories and a draw, giving them that total. And just a point behind them are Collier Row Wills, who have played a game more, six victories and three draws, carrying them up to 21 points. And just behind them are London APSA under-23s who have only played eight games so far, uh, expected to be withdrawn from the competition shortly. Uh, five victories and a draw to their name, having given them 18 points in those opening eight games. Down in fifth place are Flyers under-23s who have played 12 so far this year. Six victories and one draw, giving them 18 points. Also, goal difference, uh, the difference there from them and the side above. And just a point behind Flyers are a team who actually beat them at the weekend. Old Estamians reserves down in sixth place with five victories and two draws. Uh, although they have played more games than most of the sides around them. That one of those being Avondale Rangers, of course, who are two points behind but with three games in hand. Five victories and six defeats comprising those, those 15 points that they've accrued. And down in eighth place, four wins, four and two draws for Inter London, seeing them onto 14 points, a point behind Rangers. And the start of the bottom two uh, is Emerson Upminster Reserves, who, ju- who sit just outside of that relegation zone by goal difference only, as things stand. Four victories and a draw. The latest of those victories having been the one that took them out of the relegation zone, at least temporarily, with victory over 10th place West Essex under 23s on Saturday who have now accrued 13 points and they have six games left in their season to try and avoid finishing in the bottom two. And bottom of the table are Newham and Havering Borough, who are on five points, which is eight points adrift of the sides above and safety. Um, but they did accrue an important point at the weekend, taking a, taking a point 
in a 3-3 draw against Colliero Wills, which means that they do show they have the potential to make it uh, if they if they put in the effort. And that brings to a close our roundup for this month's uh, Essex Alliance League Football League action. Um, we hope to bring you a little bit more action. Um, hopefully we'll, we'll get some more games played through February and we'll see how things are moving then. We look forward to bringing you another report, of course, next month. Goodbye for now. This is Andrew Gidley with the NRG Kent County Football League Roundup, starting with the results. In the Premier Division, Borden Village 5, Hawkins 1, Bromleyans 0, Oxford United 0, Fleet Down United 2, Red Velvet 2, Ide Hill 2, 10 MB 1, Kings Hill 2, Stansford OMB 1, New Romney 0, Chipstead 4, Tenterton Town 0, Minster 4. Division 1, Central and East, Guru Nanak 1, Ashford 5, Caseports Reserves 1, Hollands and Bay Reserves 1, Rostral Reserves 0, Cuxon 91 3, Slobden Town Reserves 1, Rochester City 0, Woodnesborough 2, Whitstable Town Reserves 1. Division 1, West Belvedere 0, Equinocchial 2, Brighton Ropes Reserves 6, Crockenhill 1, Danson Sports 2, Bexley 2, Metrogas 3, South East Athletic 3, Sporting Club Tensbury Reserves 2, Long Lane 3. Division 2 Central and East, Deal Town Reserves 5, Ellsford 1. Division 2 West, Bexley Reserves 0, Fleet Down United Reserves 1. FC Greenwich 1, Bromleyans Reserves 1. Farm Broad Boys Guild 5, Dulwich Village 1. Stansford OMB Reserves 1, Falconwood 1. Division 3 Central and East, Locomotive Canterbury 5, Charing 0. Selling 5, Baypoint 0. Division 3 West, AFC Lewisham 1, Oxford United Reserve 6, Dartford Celtic 4, All Stars 2, Metrogas 1, Ide Hill Reserves 0. DFDS Kent Junior Cup Group A, 4th round, Cuxon 91 Reserves 3, Borstal 0, St Lawrence 3, AFC Rangers 4, Tankerton 2, Orpington 3. In the London Junior Cup 4th round, Club Langley 0, Goldfingers 0, Goldfingers win 6-5 on penalties, Conrad Old Boys 1, AMG Ballers 3. In the Les Lakey Cup quarterfinals, Minster Reserves 0, Chillum 1, Sinkports 1, Sittingbourne Reserves 1, Sinkports 1, 4-3 on penalties. In the Seven Oaks Senior Charity Cup 2nd round, FC Revo 0, Hawes Reserves 5, Fleet Down United A, Nil, Kings Hill Reserves 4. And in the World of Kent Charity Cup quarterfinals, Boca Juniors 4, Lidtown Reserves 0, Tenton Town Reserves 7, Bromley Green 1. In the Vets Cup first round, Ancorians Rovers 3, Woodcombe 4. In Division 1, K Sports 3, Bredhurst Juniors 0, Insulator Vets 1, Rubicon Vets 2, Larkford New Highs 0, Ancorians 5 and in Division 3 MPE 3 Cuxton 0 and Medway United Reserves 2 Staplehurst Monarchs 1 Moving on to the weekend review and in the Premier Division Minster are 7 points clear at the top after a 4-0 win at Tenderton Town Ollie Harris scored twice including a first minute opener making it 9 for the season Christian Jevons was also on the score sheet just before half time Leaders now unbeaten in 12 games it was third versus second as Fleetdown United drew 2-2 against Red Velvet. Charlie Perfett and Elfie Clark for the hosts. Cameron McMillan and Jay Oborn for Red Velvet. Elfie Kitt scored twice and Paul Lee hit his six in three games as Chips did one 4-0 at New Romney to move within a point of the top three. Mark Axel got the other as Chips made it six wins in the last eight. Warden Village are the form team though in the Premier Division. Six wins in a row, the latest 5-1 over Hawkinge. Alan Rowe and John Brown hitting two apiece, with Ricky Gundry adding the other. Important wins at the bottom of the table, leaving the victors either side of the drop zone dotted line. Subs Mo Mansleray and Jacob Turner scored as Ide Hill beat 10MB 2-1. And Joshua Brooker netted his first of the season as Kings Hill beat Stansford OMB by the same score to complete back-to-back -back wins. Luke McHugh added the other. Connor Cooper saved a penalty and kept a clean sheet on his Oxford United debut in the goal withdrawal at bottom side Bromleyans. Cooper keeping out Tundi Edeloy's spot kick. 
In Division 1 Central and East, Cuxton 91 closed the gap on leaders Ashford to three points with a 3-0 win at Rustwell Reserves. James Alderman, Danny Rowe and sub Connor Jeffrey on target to maintain their 100% away record. Ryan Lewis scored twice as Ashford won 5-1 at Guru Nanak. In Division 1 West, Corey Spencer scored twice as Danson Sports drew 2-2 at leaders Bexley. Elfie Curnow and Owen Jevons netted for the hosts. Steve Aldridge has taken over at Danson Sports for the rest of the season after Neil Hunter left to join Skiffle Division 1 side Bermondsey Town at the start of the year. In Division 2 Central and East, Josh Byford's double helped leaders Steel Town Reserves to record a 12th win of the season, 5-1 over Aylesford in only the, in the only game of the day there. In Division 2 West, Tom Brown scored his 10th of the season as leaders Falkenwood drew 1-1 at Stansford OMB Reserves. In Division 3 Central and East, hat-tricks were the highlights. Ashley Boyd for Club Selinge in their 5-0 win against Baypoint to move them third in the table and Sam Martin's treble for Locomotive Canterbury in their 5-0 victory over Charing. In Division 3 West, Metrogas completed a winning month with a 1-0 win over Ide Hill Reserves. Alex Temple scored twice as Oxford United won 6-1 at AFC Lewisham in the bottom two contest, Oxford's only second win of the season. All three Kent clubs in action went through to the Group A quarter-finals of the Kent Junior Cup on Saturday week. Finley Martin scored twice as AFC Rangers went through 4-3 against St Lawrence. They now visit Orpington, 3-2 winners at Tankerton. Miles Briscoe Foster scoring twice. Emmanuel Ejayi's hat-trick in the first half confirmed Cuxton 91's place in the last eight with a 3-0 win over Borstal. They now visit Falkenwood. And Club Selinge face another League 7 Oaks side, Westrum, in the last eight of the Group B competition. And news of the Les Lecky Cup, sub Andrew Haywood's extra time winner sent Chillum through to the last four at the expense of Minster Reserves, while Sinkports went through 4-3 on penalties after their tie against Sittingbourne Reserves ended in a 1-1 draw. Well, as we head into February, a look at the league tables. Minster topped the Premier Division table with 42 points from 17 games. Red Velvet second, 35 from 17. And Fleet United third, 33 from 18. At the bottom, Bromleyans still been out of win, 5 from 16. 10MB, 7 from 17. And Oxford United, 7 from 15. In Division 1, Central and East, Ashford lead the way, 36 from 14. Cucks 91 second, 33 from 12, and Greenway Aces third, 28 from 14. They're on goal difference from Snodland Town Reserves, with Sturry a point behind in fifth. In Division 1, Bexley had the uh, standings there, 35 from 15, Welling Park second, 31 from 16, Metrogas third, 29 from 13. At the bottom, Crocken Hill, 2 from 13, South East Athletic, 3 from 14, and Belvedere, 7 from 17. In Division 2, Central and East, Deal Town Reserves out in front, 10 points clear of the rest, 12 wins out of 12. Sittingbourne Reserves, 2nd, 26 from 14. And Tenton Town Reserves, 3rd, 18 from 11. At the bottom, Lidtown Reserves with a minus point value due to an adjustment, minus 2 from 8. Tankerton, 8 from 14. And Sinkports, 9 from 10. In Division 2 West, Falkenwood continued to lead, 31 points from 13 games. Second, Parkwood Rangers, 23 from 11. And third, Fleet Down United Reserves, 21 from 12. At the bottom, Dulwich Village, 4 from 12. FC Greenwich, 5 from 9. And Farnborough Old Boys Guild, 9 from 9. In Division 3 Central and East, Chillum topped the table, 3 points clear of Kings Hill Reserves. Chillum 31 from 13, Kings Hill 28 from 14, Selinge 27 from 14. At the bottom, Sinkport's Reserves 4 from 14, Lennon Wanderers 5 from 10, and Larkville and Newhithe Reserves 12 from 13. Finally, in Division 3 West, AMG Ballers out in front, 5 points clear of Hawes Reserves, AMG Ballers 26 from 10, Hawes 21 from 9. Dartford Celtic, 3rd, 17 from 10. And at the bottom, AFC Lewisham, north from 9. Oxford United Reserves, 8 from 13. And Long Lane Reserves, 10 from 11. 
A check on the leading goal scorers in the Kent County League at the end of another month. Kalechi Egesinio of AMG Ballers way out in front, 31 from 10 games. Edie Borgia of Dance and Sports second, 18 from 14. And Ashley Boyd of Selling's third, 17 from 18. Ryan Golding of Hawes, 17 from 13. Luke Collett from Guranannock, 16 from 12. Dan Bransbury of Paddock Wood, 15 from 10. Roy Godden of New Romney, 15 from 19. Danny Rowe of Cuxton, 91, 15 from 16. Anthony Tyre of Welling Park, 15 from 17. Larry Atamuto of Bexley, 14 from 8. Paul Lee of Chipstead, 14 from 17. And Stacey Petru of Falkenwood, 14 from 16. Looking at the league fixtures this weekend, starting in the Premier Division, where Leaders Minster host Peckham Town, second on the table Red Velvet host Kings Hill, while third Fleetdown United take on fourth Chipstead. Elsewhere, Halls host Borden Village, Ide Hill meet New Romney, Oxford United host Hawkins Town, and 10MB are at home to Stansford R&B. Bromley and St Tenderton meet each other in the Interregional Challenge Cup. In Division 1 Central and East, Ashford hope to play their first home game of the year against K-Sports Reserves after several postponements at Highs Richfield Stadium's ground. Greenway Aces are at Whitstable Town Reserves. Elsewhere, Hollands and Bay Reserves meet Rochester City. West Farley meets Snodland Town Reserves. And Woodensboro are at home to Rust Hall. Cuxton, currently second on the table, hosts Guru Nanak in the latest round of the Interregional Challenge Cup. In Division 1 West, Leaders Bexley host Cravet Arrows, Club Langley take on Lang- uh, Dance and Sports, Equinocchial host Crockenhill, Metrogas meet Sporting Club Tensbury Reserves, South East Athletic are at home to Long Lane and Welling Park meet Brighton Ropes Reserves. In Division 2 Central and East, Leaders Deal Town host St Ports, elsewhere AFC Rangers take on Tenton Town Reserves, Ellsford meet Minster Reserves, Lidtown Reserves are at home to Tankerton and Sigmund Reserves face Cuxton 91 reserves. In Division 2 West, Dulwich Village take on Bromley Ends reserves, FC Greenwich meet Bexley reserves, Farnborough Old Boys Guild are at home to Stansford OMB reserves and Fleetdown United reserves take on Parkwood Rangers. In Division 3 Central and East, leaders Chillum are at Larkfield and New Hythe Wanderers, elsewhere Baypoint host Lennon Wanderers, Charing meet Paddock Wood, St Port's Reserves are at home to second on the table Kings Hill Reserves. Gillingham Town meet Locomotive Canterbury and New Romney Reserves are at home to Selinge. And finally in Division 3 West, leaders AMG Ballers host Ide Hill Reserves and Long Lane Reserves are at home to Halls Reserves. Good evening, it's Rav from Grand Sports Club here, representing the Rotten District League. Starting with results from last week. Uh, starting in the Prem, sees uh, Upchurch winning 4-0 against Rochester City Reserves. In Division 1, the only Division 1 fixture last week was Eccles losing 5-2 to Hamhill Athletic. In Division 2, Borstal Wanderers winning 6-3 against Woodcombe Sport and Social Town. Techers winning 7-0 against Kent Marina in Division 3, and Corian's Academicals drawing 2 all against Average Joes. Royal Saints Blues losing at home to AFC United Medway 3 1. Woodcombe Sport and Social Saturday winning 4 3 against Black Eagles. In some Kent Cup action, uh, Group A, uh, Cuxton Reserves winning 3 0 against Ballstall. Ide Hill Thirds winning 5 0 against Hunton. In Kent Junior Cup C action, Beckenham. Losing 3-2 to Eccles Reserves. Uh, Little Sharsted winning 5-2 away to Stansfield. Oxford Bermans DA. In some Centenary Cup action. Group A. Green Aces on D. Getting a good 3-1 win against Mile Town. Uh, ourselves took on Raynham Kenilworth. And winning 3-0. Uh, coaching horses Strood and Bredos was 2-0. With Bredos winning 4-3 on penalties. In Centenary Cup Group B action. FC Waldham losing 6-2 to Stockbridge Athletic. Uh, ME3 Blue and Eccles Reserves was postponed. And some fixtures for this weekend. Starting in the Prem, Gillingham Bilbao take on Upchurch. Midway City take on British Juniors. And Riverside take on Mile Town. In Division 1, 
Greenwood Aces take on Raynham Kenilworth. Coach Norris Strood have Bly Sports. In Division 2, Stockbury Athletic have Beechwood 76. Woodcombe Sport and Social, Town take on Techers. And Average Joes have Woodcombe Sport and Social Saturday in Division 3. Also in Division 3, Black Eagle take on Medway Stars Reserves. Hunton have AFC United Medway. And Royal Sands Blues have Pegasus 81. In Centenary Cup action, Group B, ME3 against Eccles Reserves. Quarter Century Cup, Group A, Hamhill take on Ballstall. Little Shastard have Park Regis Athletic. In Quarter Century Group B action, Raynham 84 take on Kent Marina. Uh, in Sittingbourne Milton Group A semi-final is ourselves Grand Sports take on uh, the Apple Yard. Uh, Apple Yard actually beat us in the final, which was delayed from the COVID season last year. In the same competition, uh, in Ted Snelling action round four, Ulster Wanderers take on the Village Upchurch and Eccles take on Rochester City Reserves. Welcome back for the latest roundup of the Southern Veterans Football League, part of the Selk Grassroots Podcast. Let's get straight into the results for last week, Saturday, the 28th of January. A um, couple of Division 1 fixtures. Um, so, Leon Stars nil, Independent 8, New Park. Five Glebe two into Division Two Hollington five Wallingham A two Catford Wanderers nine Bow Street Runners five into Division Three Bromley three Groundhoppers two I think it's Groundhoppers first loss in a league so that was a good result for Bromley. Um, Gravesham Borough A4 Fleet Down United 1 Into Division 4 Blythe Hill 1 South East Athletic 0 I've got a feeling it might be Blythe Hill's first win for quite a while So that and South East have generally pulling out strong results That's a great result for Blythe Hill If my memory serves me right um, Still in Division 4 Greenwich Challenge 1 Wallingham B4 Hayden Youth Association 5, Crayford Arrows 1, Swanscombe Tigers 2, Borden Sports 4. Into Division 5, Croygas Phoenix 2, Catford Wanderers Old Boys 2, Cullum United 3, Seven Oaks Town 0, LSU Seniors 3, Sydney Sports 2. Westerham Seniors 2, Chipstead 1. Into Division 6, Wallingham Supervets 1, Sporting Club Thamesmead 5, Bromleyans B3, Longlands Athletic 4, Greenways Aces 7, Slade Green Knights 0. LSU Old Boys 7, AFC Green Court 2. And Orpington 1. Who Vets 3. Into Division 7. Rustlers 8. Gresham Borough B4. Seagas Super Vets 9. Old Peppies Seconds 2. Welling Park 4. Seymour Villa, nil. Um, right, got some cup results here. Um, starting off with the Beckenham Hospital Charity Cup. Old Peppies, first 11 for Seagas, two. That's a great result for Old Peppies. I'm pretty sure Seagas are in Div 2, so that's fantastic. For the old Peppies boys there. Um, into the London Veterans Cup. Um, and 
convincing win for Charcoal over SP Athletic. Charcoal running out 11-1 winners. Um, let's have a look. And matching that same scoreline, LSU Legends, 11 Honourable Artillery Company, 1. Um, and what I believe proved an expensive day for some of the boys um, from uh, the LSU Legends um, team based on the fact that they drove over. I think this is like in Moorgate. It's behind like some army barracks or something in the middle of Moorgate which kind of no one really knew about. But obviously you've got congestion charge and you get searched through um, security and then you have to pay. And I think for the, I think they were saying on the group, I think like between the two, three hours, whatever they were there, like they were paying 20, 25 pound plus for parking. So absolutely ridiculous. But hey, 11-1 victory maybe softened the blow. Um, and that is your results for last week, Saturday, the 28th of January. Let's look ahead at the fixtures for this coming Saturday, the 4th of February. Um, starting off, Division 1, league fixtures. Glebe versus Lyon Stars. Glebe will be looking to get back into winning ways after the last week's defeat to New Park. And so far, Leon Stars are approving what I thought it's going to be a struggle for them this season um, in Division 1. Um, they've taken some heavy defeats. Um, so the early early swing of where they got a couple of decent results hasn't lasted very long. Um, but hey, at least they're still, at least they're still trying, to, trying to carry on unlike um, some other teams that have just folded after a couple of bad results. Um, LSU Masters versus Johnson and Phillips. It's a rearranged league fixture. Um, Metro Guess versus New Park. Um, a good win for New Park last week. I saw some of that game, to be fair. And um, they looked pretty decent, to be fair, New Park. Um, so they'll be looking to continue their winning ways. Um, into Division 2, Bow Street Runners versus Wallingham A, FC Kawuya versus Seagas, Parkwood Rangers versus Norwood Lakers. Into Division 3, just the one league fixture in Div 3 this week, um, Fleet Down United versus Kingsdale. Straight into Division 4. Crayford Arrows versus Warren Athletic. Hayden Youth Association versus Swanscombe Tigers. Southeast Athletic versus Blythe Hill. A return, a very quick return. Southeast played away to Blythe Hill last week and lost 1 0. So they'll be looking to um, turn that table very quickly um, and get the victory on Blythe Hill next week in the reverse fixture. Um, where was I? Uh, there we go. Catford into Division 5. Catford Wanderers, Old Boys versus Sydney Sports. Seven Oaks Town versus LSU Seniors. Westerham Seniors versus Cudham United. Into Division 6. Longlands Athletic versus Warningham Supervets. Orpington versus Sporting Club Thamesmead. And Slade Green Knights versus AFC Greencourt. Into Division 7. Old Peppies, second 11 versus Rustlers. Seymour Villa versus Seagas Supervets. Southeast, Southeast Athletic, second 11 versus LSU Supervets. And Welling Park versus Gravesham Borough B. That's all your league fixtures. There are some cup fixtures. So starting off with the Chairman's Cup. Old Peppies, second 11 versus LSU Old Boys. Who Vets versus Chipstead. Also in the Chairman's Cup. 
Sporting Croydon versus Greenway's Aces. That's your Chairman's Cup fixtures. Um, into the SVFL Junior Cup. X-Blues will take on the unbeaten Borden Sports. Um, Gravesham Borough A versus Greenwich Challenge. Um, also in the SVL Junior Cup. Into the SVL Senior Cup. Independent versus Hollington. That will be a good game. Independent are on a um, good run of form. And I believe Hollington, um, yeah, just don't lose from the result. So um, let's see how that one pans out. Um, so it says it's down at Cold Harbour. So if it's on the grass, it's going to be horrible because the pitches, I don't believe, are particularly good over there from what I've seen recent. Lee and Lest, I don't know, they might, I think they've got a 4G. So who knows if they're actually playing on a 4G. Um, still in the SVL Senior Cup, Sporting Santos versus Charcoal. That will be interesting. Good luck to Lawrence um, and the Sporting Santos boys um, taking on Charcoal in the, in the Cup. Um, into just a one fixture in the London Veterans Cup. Um, Groundhoppers versus Rainers Lane. Groundhoppers, after losing last week, which is not something they're used to, will be trying to get back onto winning ways. Um, further, further cups, another cup, bloody hell, about six different cups things. Um, AFA Veterans Over 40s Cup. So, Knottsborough. Versus LSU Legends. And that is all your fixtures for this coming Saturday, the 4th of February. Good luck to all teams involved in um, either your league or the multiple cup competitions that are being played this weekend. Um, yeah, I hope everyone enjoys their football and has a good Saturday out. Um, so, yeah, good luck to all. And um, we'll be uh, looking at these uh, results next week. Cheers, Em. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.